Falling off. It is part and parcel of being a rider. We all know that, that there's always a possibility it can happen. And yet for many riders, that possibility it holds them back from so much more in their riding. And today I want to talk about that. So if you have a fear of falling or if you've had a fall and you're afraid to get back on, well, today is the day for you. Okay, let's jump in. Hey there and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast. My name is Lorna Leeson. I'm an equestrian trainer and coach and I work with riders all over the world to help them to understand their riding more but also then to actually train their horse and especially riders who don't have a full-time trainer or coach to work with. And I cannot believe that after 10 years of doing this podcast I have not covered falling off. I don't know how I've not covered it but there you go. And the reason this kind of was brought to my attention was because recently I asked um, the riders um, who are subscribed to my newsletter, um, it, what what do they have problems with? Or what have they got challenges with? And what would they like my help with? And my goodness, falling off was just a big thing. So I thought, you know what, rather than answering each kind of individual rider I'm just going to go ahead here and create a whole training on it right here in the podcast because I think it's something that many riders are experiencing and there's kind of two sides to it sometimes there is the fear of falling off and this can be very real especially if you have not fallen off yet okay it's like this oh you know this has to happen um but then for many riders they have had a fall and that is actually what's holding them back from getting back into the saddle. And in some cases, they are back riding, but they're doing so at this kind of very timid kind of level, okay? They're they're like not pushing any buttons. They're basically, they're riding like with their fingers crossed, like, oh, please let me stay up here, okay? And what I want to do today is to help you if you have been experiencing this from whichever angle okay either you have not yet fallen or you've had the fall okay help you to overcome this fear and that you can work forward with it so I think first and foremost if you have had a fall okay it's important to understand why you fell now I know you're probably saying yeah but I fell because I fell no, you, you need to like uh, kind of understand that is you know what was there something that you maybe did and the horse responded or reacted to that or you know I find many riders want to kind of lay the blame squarely at the hooves of their horse and they're like no it was his fault he threw me off and meanwhile the horse maybe tripped or lost their balance and because the rider did not have an independent seat the rider just you know went on tripping and onto the ground okay so it is important to understand why you fell off and I think that if you can begin to identify the reasons for the fall both internal and external okay it's going to allow you to make the changes so that the chances of you coming off again are much less now if you're thinking internal and external you know, there can be two reasons for falls. So if it's more of an external thing, such as maybe it, the wind was blowing and a plastic bag. Yes, I'm in South Africa. A plastic bla- bag uh, blew past you okay, and spooked your horse. Um, that, you know, th- that is an external factor. Um, and you could 
potentially take actions to try and make that not occur again, okay? So you could maybe not ride on a windy day or maybe cleaning up around the arena or the riding space, okay? Riding a different route, okay? Or something like that. So um, I do think like that's an external thing. Um, And then with regards to the internal work, when you can begin to increase your own confidence and your own abilities, the, I suppose your, your ability to respond rather than react is going to increase as well. And that means that you will, instead of kind of curling up into a ball and saying, oh my goodness, I'm going to fall, okay, when something goes on, you'll be able to take maybe a more defensive position or you'll be able to ride the horse forward or you'll actually be able to rebalance the horse if the horse loses their balance okay but in doing so you are going to increase your chances of staying in the saddle over time okay now I also think that in both situations whether it is that you've already had a fall and you're a little bit nervous about getting back on or you don't feel very comfortable when you're back in the saddle so maybe you had the fall but now you're back riding okay but you it's not the same as what it was okay and you're like oh you know there's so much anxiety there or whatever the case is um or if you are still at the point in your journey where you've not yet had the fall groundwork is really and truly your friend like make friends with groundwork let it help you and your horse going forward okay so I think when you can spend time just grooming and leading and kind of engaging in very basic groundwork exercises, it's going to help to rebuild trust. And this may not be with the horse that you've had the fall from or the horse that you don't feel safe on. It could be with another horse, but in doing so, it's going to help you to build more trust in yourself and in your own abilities as well. And not only that, you're going to develop obviously a stronger connection with the particular horse that you're working with on the ground, which can often help, okay? So I would suggest if that's the case, Find a groundwork plan that you enjoy um, and then begin to follow it. Okay, like follow that groundwork plan. So I have a four week groundwork program and you can find the details over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash groundwork. There you go. Simple as that, hey? But um, yeah, that would help in this situation as well. But I really do think that when you can increase your confidence and your own abilities, you also then begin to feel more confident about the horse, okay, and about how you could potentially, again, respond rather than react in a situation. Um, So I would definitely check that out. Okay, so from there then, it does a lot of the time come down to having the right horse. So many riders, they'll get a fall or a toss off of a particular horse, and it could just be that that particular horse is not really the best horse for them right now in their riding journey, okay? And I really and truly am all about, if if it's not the right horse, it's not the right horse, try and find a calm, well-trained, reliable horse, okay, for the first few rides back. Now, if your horse is like, willing and gentle it it really just boosts everything it boosts your confidence again in yourself and your own abilities but also in the horse as well now I do realize that a lot of people here could be limited 
in that because maybe you're out on your own somewhere and there's no other horses close by and um, but if that's the case what I would do is try and research the nearest riding school making sure it's a good quality riding school and maybe just book in for a few lessons it could be worth it to like first of all explain to them the situation I think explaining the situation is important and um, a lot of people when they hear that maybe you are already a horse owner or you have your own horse or whatever the case is they might automatically just assume that you, you know, are maybe a little bit more competent and can do more um, than what really you are feeling right now. And it's not to say that you're not competent and you can't do the things. But remember, if you're trying to build your confidence, it is important to go back a few steps. So I think that explaining to whoever it is that you get on the phone to or whatever um, about the situation, about the fall and the fact that you're looking to really and truly just build back up a little bit of confidence, get back into the saddle again, that can be really, really helpful. And I also think from that perspective, when you're in a lesson with an instructor, you can also almost like loan a little bit of confidence from them okay or borrow it from them and they can help you and if you don't have that situation and you're on your own property or or at a barn without an instructor even just having a helper on the ground can really help you here okay it'll like lower the stress levels it could just be somebody that they keep talking to you and because they keep talking to you you have to keep talking back and by you continuously talking back you're breathing all the time which can help okay but you do want to make sure whoever it is on the ground is a fairly considerate and I would say like a trustworthy sort of a person okay to have around that they're not going to um you know, play a game with you or anything like that, okay? And it, again, doesn't have to be a horsey person. Um, it can often just be somebody that you feel very comfortable and you trust and that they can just keep you talking, okay? Keep your, I suppose, your thoughts and your mind from heading off in the direction that you don't want them to go in, okay? Now, what I would then suggest is that your first couple of rides are very short. I would say a couple of minutes, really and truly, like I would say three to five minutes, that's it you got back on look at you and if you are struggling with the whole concept of falling off this can also work okay just a couple of really short rides where you get that quick win under your belt and you're like oh look nothing happened the world didn't end I'm still here woohoo okay and it's going to give you enough time to feel uncomfortable okay so you are going to feel yeah mentally uncomfortable but it'll also three to five minutes will be long enough for that to dissipate to kind of wear off or wane a little okay so as you can start to begin to feel comfortable and I think that that's really important when we're talking about long-term changing the current kind of go-to feeling that you might be experiencing of anxiety or fear okay and then from there obviously like first couple of rides three to five minutes but then you want to start building it up to like 15 or 20 minute rides okay and long enough that you can begin working and this is important but not so long that you're starting to feel exhausted and it does not have to be a physical exhaustion it can be a mental exhaustion if you have been overthinking this for any length of time you're gonna feel tired very quickly okay your brain is like on absolute just overdrive so it is going to be important to kind of keep it again short and sweet so 15 to 20 minutes and then that's it like again end on a win but I do kind of also say that 
I'm saying very short rides, but I think that the consistency of the rides is also important. You want to create a little bit of a rhythm, okay? A little bit of, like a little bit of momentum for yourself that if you could do it maybe two to three days a week initially, that you can just begin to then build from there. And what do you build on? Well, you build on the basics. And it doesn't matter how competent I feel that you were before the fall or how competent you were before you began thinking about the fall, okay, the, maybe the potential to fall, okay. Um, I do think when you can go back to the basics in the riding and you focus on developing and correcting your seat and your position, your posture, and of course from there then your aids and the timing of your aids, just the whole communication system between you and the horse, that is going to stand to you in the long run. And it's also like, it's it's a big part in confidence to be able to believe in your abilities to actually effectively communicate with the horse. So the more you can begin to streamline that process for you and your horse, the better, okay? Now, I think then that when you have got all the basics working correctly for you, it then becomes about putting those basics onto autopilot so you can then begin to turn your mind and your attention to other things in the riding, okay? And when you've got them on autopilot, you're going to feel just more relaxed and at ease in the saddle, okay? Um, so I, I've, I get it that right now, the fall or a fall, the fall that happened, the fall that might happen, okay? We'll call it the fall. But it, it can take up like every ounce of your thought process when you're thinking about riding and when you're thinking about like getting into the saddle and then being in the saddle but it is important to understand that that will change okay if you take it slow and steady and you really give yourself like these little gold markers okay like little kind of you know let's say the very first day back in the saddle you're going to just say okay I'm going to walk one lap of the arena that's it okay or I'm going to walk my horse to like 100 meters up the driveway, turn them around and walk them straight back home. That's it. That's all I'm going to do. Okay. And getting those little ticks, those little check marks, that is going to build your confidence in your own abilities. It's going to be able to let you see like, oh, look, I'm actually able to do that. Huh, wonder what I can do tomorrow. Okay. Or you know what? Let's see if I can do this three days in a row marvelous I can okay and then from there you could start to say okay now I'm going to walk two laps of the arena on one rein and two laps on the other rein let's see if I can do that for three days in a row and you're just slowly but surely building 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 that is really and truly going to help you and then as you're doing that you can then turn your mind to okay is my position correct my posture am I carrying myself my legs right look at my hands okay how are we getting on here this is looking good can I feel the horse moving underneath me then you can turn your mind to these bigger questions that you probably have and you know what happens once you've got something else to think about, you stop thinking about the fall. And you're stopping thinking about the fall in a really productive way because what you're now doing is you're creating good habits in your riding that are actually going to help you in the future when something does happen, kind of stay on, have, have better chances of staying in the saddle the next time. Um, so I think that that's really important as well. Um, I do think that it is important to understand that it's going to take time. A lot of riders want this like 
quick fix. They want, yeah, but I, I was able to do this and I can't do it anymore. You need to accept that was then and this is now, okay? And that if you're going forward now, you need to give yourself that time and listen to what's going on. Like listen to your body, listen to your emotions. Don't just keep ignoring them and say, no, that's not important. They're there for a reason, okay? Um, I think that if you can understand why you're feeling that way, it can really and truly help you to have a more kind of a long lasting effect or kind of long lasting progress when it comes to the riding and getting back into the saddle and I also think that at any point when you're feeling like oh you know this doesn't feel good go back a step to where it's safe again you want to shift the go-to feeling from being one of anxiety to one of even curiosity that's always a good one to go for okay and then later one of um almost like training yourself like having this feeling that you're in a training session now and how well can you do in that okay so it, it, I think that that's really really important as well now obviously you can go get professional help and you know if, if um you're really struggling with this, I would definitely suggest the whole riding school route. But I know that for many of my riders and the people who are listening to this podcast, that often is not as, it's kind of one of those easier said than done jobs, okay? And I get that. And that's why I want to also help you here. Um, if you're doing it yourself, um, yeah, that, that you have a couple of like really simple step-by-step kind of actions that you can take to get you there as well. I do think it is doable. I really do. I think you can overcome the fear. Um, I think acknowledging it is very often the first thing. And then from there, as I said, understanding what happened or why, why do I feel like this? What did I see? Or what did somebody tell me that's like frightened me so much here? Whatever the case is. But then from there, um, you will be able to make better decisions for what you're going to do in your riding. And hopefully, kind of very soon, sooner than you think, okay, you will actually be looking back on, can't believe I was stuck there for like on that kind of thing for that length of time. Um, I don't even really think about it anymore at all. And that is really and truly Okay, if you would like some help with this, and I really mean help like as in that we'll be working together for um, like nine weeks um, together on this, getting into the basics with the riding, getting into all that, make sure you pop over to returningtoriding.com. We are currently enrolling for the next session, which is going to start in early January but actually if you enroll now we're going to actually start now so we're going to do you'll get an extra couple of weeks um, and there's also a Black Friday promotion going on there so you can find all the details over at returningtoriding.com and yeah if it's something working privately one-to-one coaching with me for the nine weeks if that sounds good of course all virtually um, if that sounds good um, make sure you check it out and yes otherwise have a lovely one and i'll chat to you soon be good bye